Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. When time is of the essence, rest assured, Ortho Carolina is here for you on your time with convenient urgent care and walk-in services. Learn more at orthocarolina.com slash urgent care. Ortho Carolina, you improved. This week on Jordan and Jake. I think Tampa's a very, very good football team. I think defensively, their front seven is outstanding. Next picture, he's been, he's leaning on a sink in a bathroom with a little derby cap on. <laughs> Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. It's Friday. It's the last week of summer. It's week two of the NFL season. This is the Jordan and Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Jake, week two of the NFL, last week of summer. How you doing, man? I am doing great. Um, happy that we got through a, um, a week of NFL uh had the game last night we started week two but the raging cajuns of louisiana lafayette went to ames iowa and stomped iowa state who were they were ranked last saturday morning on espn just in case if anyone wanted to know that so i think the only thing people want to know more than how my high school football team is doing is how your college football team's doing so i'm glad we got right to it yeah exactly i mean we 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 we're answering the questions that the fans want to hear. I mean, it's very simple. <laughs> uh, do you go? Are you going to be able to go to the Raging Cajun games this year? What's the policy? Yes, they're. Uh, well, it's funny. I'm going what? to find out t- today where exactly my season tickets will be for this year because they they will allow 25. percent Hopefully, it's bumped up some. Maybe next week. But um, all season ticket holders ha- they're going to have access to go. I believe, but. You're not going to be in your seats, obviously. It's going to be on a tier system um, and things like that. So, um, well, don't they only get about twenty five percent? You only get about twenty five. Don't even start. Capacity. No, Any... no. Don't don't even. <laughs> they're hand, start. No, they're don't. the only stadium in the whole world right now handing out tickets to people to get to the limited capacity. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> Oh, anyway, Jake, I know we're a Friday podcast, so there's been so much rewind about the game last week. Panthers Raiders, tough loss, but I'd be remiss to not hear your thoughts and share a little bit of my own. Let's hit that real quick. Okay, so real quick, very uh, pleased with what I saw offensively. Uh, I do think, like we we, we previewed, we have weapons uh, on offense, especially at the receiver position. I thought Christian was Christian. Um, would I have liked to seen a little, uh, maybe more success running the ball some? Yes. Uh, but to put up the points that we put up uh, last week um, with everything going on, with the whole new staff, I, I was very impressed. I was definitely worried about us stopping the run. Um, and we we did an okay job, but we struggled some. And, and listen, uh, the Raiders are they're a solid football team. They can run the football. Josh Jacobs is a, a very good football player. Losing Dante Jackson, I thought, hurt early on because um, Carr was able to make a couple of throws when he needed to be. And, I mean, heck, Douglas, he practiced, what, Wednesday or Thursday was his first day, and he played like 81% of the plays. So thought we did some good things, thought there were some positives. I, I really don't like the whole 
uh, mindset, or should I say, not mindset, and I don't think we have that, but like, you know, reading articles, yeah, you know, it's a good first start. Well, look, no, it wasn't. We lost. I mean, we can't have that mindset, and I don't think this team has that. Um, you know, but there were some positives, and we got to go to Tampa, play. This is a good football team we're going to play. I think Tampa's better than the Raiders. I think they're a good bit better. So we, we have a, a major task ahead of us. Trent Brown, their mammoth tackle, right tackle, got hurt really early on. I was ecstatic to hear that. I don't think I've ever heard to see that. Not that he got hurt. That sounds rude. But that we didn't have to deal with him. Uh, I was ecstatic when the Panthers' defense had a three and out to start the game. I don't think I've ever cheered so loud for just a first quarter three and out. Just I was like, yes, they did it. All right, we got a legit, we got a legit defense here. Uh, one play that stood out though, you know, you and I have talked a lot about Derek Brown and how excited to see him. And you know, obviously it was his first game. There was a red zone score, a rush by the Raiders where Brown lined up at nose and got double teamed by Incognito and Hudson, who are big old boys that have done a lot of double teams on defensive tackles in the NFL. Derek Brown did not survive that too well. He didn't get pancaked, but I chalk that up to first live action. And um, you're just, you're not going to see that kind of force in college. So I'm sure there was some eye-opening moments for him, but no, I, I went with you, Jake, the offense, that long pass to Anderson was awesome. I thought Teddy looked good. I thought the O-line protected him really well. I know that they were frustrated with that fourth and one where they didn't get it at the end. And I, there was a lot of discussion uh, around about should they have, should the Panthers have given the ball to Bridgewater? I mean, it seems like that's what your fullback's there for. You know what I mean, Jake? So it, I like Joe Brady's response. He said, I thought it was the right call. I'm not going to overthink it. Um, what were your thoughts on that play? Yeah, um, back to the Derrick Brown, uh, the uh, rushing touchdown inside the five. Yeah, those that double team that he faced, those are two good football players. And Incognito, he might have, he might have some baggage with him, but he is a mauler. He is a brute. And I've had an old offensive line coach uh, way back in my Saints days, and he used to call it elephants on parade about digging somebody out and moving them. And that's what it was. It was elephants on parade. And, but listen, and that's where uh, the preseason would have helped a Derrick Brown. And I believe gross Matos, just the speed and the sheer size and the, and the strength of these offensive linemen in the NFL, but to the, uh, the play call, I thought Joe Brady did a good job. Um, uh, And I love the setup on the Robbie Anderson. Uh, it was the out and up. I mean, they set him up. They knew all the course of the game. The guy was getting a little nosy, getting a little jumpy. And sure enough, great play call at the right time. To the fourth and one, yeah, right now, would I love to see Christian get it? Well, absolutely, I would have loved to have seen him get it because we didn't make it. But had we made it, then it would have been a, a really good call. Listen, Armagh is a good football player. We used that play earlier in the game. Back to our playing days, how many times we ran Brad Hoover on the quick hitter. Um, just to get that one yard. So it's a play that we liked. I loved what Matt Rule said after the game. That's my call. Blame nobody else but me. Taking full ownership of it as a player. You love hearing that. So um, you live and you learn. It's week one. Uh, and there was a, probably a ton to learn from. You would assume. Uh, I watched the replay of the game. Little things you, you pick out that we can improve on. And hopefully a big jump uh, into week two for us. All right, week two at the Bucks made me think immediately, Jake, of week two at the Bucks. 
years and years and years and years ago, 2003, you and I went down there to play the Buccaneers. Was it an afternoon or a Sunday night game? I know it was dark by the end of the game. That's what yeah. I remember. But no, it was a four o'clock game. It ended okay. up being dark, and that was when they got there. That they hung up the. Um, I think did they hang up the banner? Oh yeah, the Super Bowl that, banner. Yeah, I remember because the Bucks were at Philly Monday Night Football to start Correct. the season, and so they stomped the Eagles. And I thought, oh my gosh, I was a rookie. It was my second game, and we were going to go play the world defending world champs. I didn't know any different. I just assumed we were going to lose. I don't know why. I <laughs> I just thought that, and good thing I didn't spread that knowledge. Uh, we go down there though, Jake. Chris Jenkins blocks a. PAT with almost no time remaining to send it into overtime. Overtime win for the Panthers. What did we score? Like seven points or something? I, remember, oh, I just remember it was a gosh. defensive game. I, yeah, defensive game. Um, that's That was my, I guess, welcoming. Welcome to the NFL. This is the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they're fast. They're very yes. fast on defense. And man, they were so good. Um, and then, honestly, we go to overtime, and the reason we won it, I believe that punter either outkicked the coverage or sent the direction the wrong way, and Smitty returned the punt and put us in field goal position for John to kick the field goal. I mean, that's Correct. that's basically how we beat him. Smitty kind of put us on his back and jumped over three or four people, pirouetted on the sidelines, and got us in position for a field goal. Isn't it funny how seasons go, though? I mean, who knows what would have happened had we lost that game. But you go win a game like that against a team that was just so tough and so well-known for their speed, as you said, and you beat them. And then all of a sudden you're thinking, whoa, we might be pretty good. That year we had, I think, five overtime wins. So, you know, this would be a great game, first road game uh, for the Bucks. You and I were talking about that before the show started. Or uh, first road game for the Panthers at the Bucks. It's going to have a different feel with the regulations around COVID protocols now. Guys can't leave the hotel except for a short walk, so they're going to have a new routine. Going to be a lot of uh, extra time milling around the hotel. No fans. Uh, the Bucks Stadium for the first two games, so you know it's just going to be Captain Fear, their pirate, running around there, you know, taunting our guys. Jake, what, 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 what's it going to be like for these? Uh, Panther players traveling for the first time. Well, that's the thing. I know Jordan, um, and I did it some. I didn't do it all the time, but you know the linemen. You guys would always do it. You'd go out to dinner at a. You're staying usually downtown or somewhere in a nice area. There's a, a restaurant very close. Guys go out to dinner, and it's um, it's. I don't want to say it's an escape, but it's more or less uh, a, a real good meal from fellowship. But you can't do that anymore. You know. Uh, so it's going to be very different for these guys. They're going to have to be disciplined. And then I'm not exactly sure what the meeting protocol is like for the guys because night before a game, there's mass and chapel opportunities for guys. Then you have special teams meeting. Then you have a team meeting. Then you have offense and defense and then team snack. So it's just more of that camaraderie type, but none of that is allowed now. So it's going to be odd. I know for me, I enjoyed kind of that escape on the road and especially being in the hotel and, kind of everything secluded. Um, there was just something about it, just the, the calm before the storm. Well, I think normally the team stay, you know, that Tampa Bay area is so so pretty on the water there. So normally you would stay uh, at a place that had good food nearby and all that stuff, like you said, Jake. So it'll be a definitely a big change. But I, 
I had to get out of the hotel just because we would always land. I mean, we get to the hotel at like what three o'clock usually, yeah. something like that. Quick four flight, o'clock, right? Yeah, and then you're just kind of hanging a, a lot of hanging around time. So I'd even, I'm curious what the schedule will be. This this whole season's so funny. There's just so much, not mystery, but so many things to discuss and wonder about how it's going to be. I during the Panthers game, this is the first game since I became a Panther that uh, I had to actually print out a roster, Jake, when I was watching the game. Because you, we haven't seen the guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's – as the depth and, – and Rasul Douglas was a perfect example. I was like, who is this guy? You know? And so right. I kept looking on my phone. Finally, I was like, heck with it. I'm going to go print off a roster because as depth kept coming into the game, you want to know the guys. you never seen them. And so many new numbers and new faces. But And new faces and numbers for the Bucks, Jake. Tom Brady, 43 years old, quarterback, free, oh. big free agent acquisition. He looked okay against the Saints. That's a tough road game right there. But talk about this guy, Jake. It's ridiculous. He's still out there doing it. it yeah, it makes me want to puke when I watch him still out there playing. And listen, he had a rough game. He had a couple of picks. One, there's a miscommunication. Uh, that Bruce Arians is more than happy to tell the world that the quarterback screwed up on. Um, I'm not understanding that approach. What do you? Why? Arians yeah. What do you think about that, Jake? Him? I don't know, man. I, I'm not a fan of that. And listen, I don't know if it's more of a try to be funny or there's a wink, wink with Tom. Hey, I'm gonna be really hard on you, so these other guys, I can really jump them, and you know they will accept it. I'm not sure, but I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really big on that. I mean, it's one thing to do it in a meeting room. You, you're you have to take uh, criticism, constructive criticism, but just kind of the way it's kind of a laissez-faire type of uh, attitude. They talk. I don't. I'm not so sure about that. That's that doesn't sit well with me, to be honest. Yeah, I. It seemed bold. It seemed like there was a reason. You said there's some reason behind that, or he must have said, "Hey, Tom, I'm going to call you out," because it just. Yeah, I can't imagine Tom Brady likes that. Yeah, and and look, I don't know if that's how Belichick did it, and obviously we wouldn't know. It was always behind closed doors, but yeah, that was just something. But listen, I I think I watched that Tampa Saint game very close. The Saints, and I've been saying it for a long time, this is a loaded roster. That's a very good football team. I thought Tampa did some mighty good things in that game, and I think Tampa's a very, very good football team. I think defensively, their front seven is outstanding. We had trouble running the ball last year against them on Thursday night at home, um, and then the game in London that you called, it was just a turnover fest, and we, we feasted yep. on the turnovers. But they're very stout run defense. Um, I know Godwin, the receivers in concussion protocol, not sure if he's going to be available, but Mike Evans, uh, he can cause problems for us. The whole Gronk, Gronk didn't do anything last week. Is he getting his legs back underneath him, him and OJ Howard? This is going to be a test for us. I, I truly believe this is going to be a mighty test for us. Their offense is like a, a fantasy football starting lineup. Brady. Could be Fournette eventually, Gronk, O.J. Howard, Mike Evans. Like you said, Godwin may be out. You just go through the names and the weapons, and you're thinking, holy cow. And one thing the Panthers got to do a better job against Brady is getting some pressure on him, right? Zero sacks That's out exactly of That's exactly right. Last yep. week. And, you know, if Gross Matos, who got, who's in the concussion protocol now, got poked in the eye, I guess, in practice. Uh, we'll see if he's available. 
one thing I liked that the team did last week, the Panthers did last week, and I wonder how much more we're going to see because there was varying degrees of success. They did a little bit of a three-man front with Brian Burns standing up. I like that Yeah, with him. I don't think he's the body to be hand in the ground, D-end every single time. So kind of using his athleticism and moving him around and maybe rushing him as a stand-up guy from different points on that D-line would be good to see because the Bucks, D, the Bucks O-line's Pretty darn good as well. New first round pick, uh, right tackle who who did a nice job against Cameron Jordan last week. So yeah, I we'll see what happens. Jake, how loud's the cannon going to be with no fans well, in the cannon, state? And that thing scares us. Every, we've talked yes. about this before, but it's it's tough. that cannon is loud with a packed house. So when there's a score, and listen, a lot of these young kids, and it, hopefully they don't use it. Hopefully we we hold them to a shutout, but. The likelihood of that happening, I'm not so sure. But I wish there was a camera on our sideline whenever the first points are going to go off because you're so unprepared for it, and it is so loud. Everybody jumps, and the first thing they say is bleepity bleep right after because it scares oh, yeah. the heck out of you. Yeah, it's a loud But, Jordan, that that's, one thing, that's one thing I wanted to talk about is that with no fans in the stands, I truly believe – this helps the road team in a way because sacks come from what? They come from one, a defensive lineman being an offensive lineman, but it comes from a get off when they it can get off comes, the ball it because mostly, it mostly comes from a quarterback what? being too deep in the pocket. That's okay. why sacks yeah, generally that, I, happen. I knew that Just, was coming, but anyway, a <laughs> uh, finger, uh, finger pointer. But with no crowd noise, the get-off, that should help an offensive offensive line a ton. And I believe the sacks were down as a whole last week by double digits compared to years prior. And that a lot has to do with the crowd noise. There was no crowd noise in all stadiums last week. So offensive linemen could get off. And, and that's going to be huge because Shaq Barrett had a big, big game against us last year. Uh, I think he sacked Cam a few times. Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, they, they have some formidable pass rushers. Uh, and Vita Vea is just a run stopper. And Dominican Sue, we haven't said anything about him yet, but he can still bring it. But, man, you want to watch two linebackers that can know, that can play football and that they play with their pants on fire? Levante David and Devin White. Watch these two guys for Tampa Bay. They are outstanding. I know I'm high on this defense, but, man, this is a solid defense. They held Alvin Kamara, I believe, to his lowest – uh, career low yards per carry last week and Kamara looked really good for the Saints so um, you know I'm anxious to see hopefully we can get the ball out of our hands quick uh, against this front and have some success running the football because we struggled last year against them. Antoine Winfield Jr. also at safety yeah. how, how yeah. old does that make you feel? Well they're very it's not just him that whole secondary and I found it kind of funny I'm watching the game last week, and I'm like, well, I remember these guys, but they're different numbers. The whole secondary changed their numbers for the Panther, uh, yeah. for the uh, Buccaneers last year. Not sure what's up with that, but that's something. You have one game to, to go off of, off of last week, and so you're watching the film against the Saints, and Teddy's making notes, and all right, Bunting's this number. Well, wait a minute. Last year's games we're watching, he's this number. So hopefully there's no confusion on our part. Well, I got to move on to talking about you and I now because – did you know that for was it the second or third year in a row you and I both are in the modern era finalists for the Hall of Fame, Jake? Congratulations! 
Well, Jordan, I appreciate it. And listen, I'm a uh, I'm I'm really not nervous about it. I feel pretty certain I'll be a first ballot. You know, uh, you can't you know, be first ballot because you've already uh, been on the ballot. I think Peyton Manning's oh, in this year's right. class too, so yeah. he may just edge you out, just barely edge you out. Yeah, I'm not barely. Sure. I'm not sure who that is. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. Peyton, who? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, how about that? I don't know, Jordan. If I know for me, they must have needed. There was a line item that there was a blank space and they needed to add somebody. I think that's why my name was on there. Well, it's a lot. It's like 130 guys, right? So we're not. Why we're are not you saying that? It. Why don't you say? Why don't Why don't you say like 30? Make it sound better. Well, it's still cool to be in the list of a hundred. Here, I'm yeah. reading it right now. Uh, 65. First, okay, so 20. The 2021 Modern Era nominees were announced this week. 130 players. Okay. And 25, it'll be reduced to 25 semifinalists in November. And from there, 15 finalists in January. So we have until November to ride this wave, Jake. And then, well, <laughs> then per, it'll be pretty, reduced to 25. I'm, and we'll yeah, say, hey, I feel pretty boy. certain. Man, I feel pretty certain I'll make the 25 cut. You won't, but I will. So you got, I you're up against Drew up. Bledsoe, Randall Cunningham, nice. Jake DeLome, Jeff Garcia, Dave Krieg, or is it yeah, Krieg, Peyton Manning, Donovan McNabb, Steve McNair. Oh, you yeah, at least them. out of that yeah. list, though, when I think mobile quarterback, you jump to the top of There's the no list. There's no doubt. That's about to say. Right if it goes on, if it goes on athleticism, uh -huh. I'm number one. I mean, it's not even right. close. Not even yep. close. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. I don't. The, what second year? In Who, row, are, you yeah, Who are you long. up against? The list is long. Willie Anderson's not in the Hall of Fame, which is here's the list. Willie Anderson, which is ridiculous. He was an outstanding right tackle forever for the Bengals. Matt Burke, awesome center. Baselli, have you ever heard of him? He was a finalist last year, I think. Lomas Brown, Reuben Brown. Ruben Brown played like 22 years. Alan Fanica, he's, he's got to get in. He was a finalist last year. DeBrickishaw Ferguson, similar career right there to me. Kevin Glover, me. Kent Hull, Olin Krutz, Logan Mankin, Stud, Tom Nalen with the uh, Broncos. Chris Samuels, really good. Jeff Saturday, he's got a good shot. Chris Snee, Brian Waters. If Brian Waters doesn't get in, then I'm – the Hall of Fame's a joke at some point. Richmond Webb, Eric, Big Cat Williams, Steve Wisniewski. So tons of guys. You and I will never get in. I'm not just saying that to be humble, but it's cool to be nominated. That's for sure. So anyway, yeah, we're not getting Yeah, we're not getting But it is cool. It is cool. Lastly, because we're, you know, try to stay a 20-minute podcast. We never do. Have you seen Christian McCaffrey's GQ photo shoot? Well, let's just say I have seen it. Yes. Uh, all right. I'm. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Well, can I one? Be yeah, go ahead. One, we, you and I, we've never been asked to have a GQ photo shoot. Um, so that's where we first of all where we begin. Okay. And two, um, like he would have been crucified in our locker room yes. in a good way. I could not imagine. Could you imagine Steve Smith, what the things that Steve Smith would have done and the shenanigans he would have pulled? Yeah, but if I look, yeah, no, it would have been, we would have had so much fun with it. 
But ultimately, it would have been because we're all just jealous. Absolutely. Like they're, they're, okay. I'm trying to think how I would have looked at what, what's this? Is fifth, fourth year, fifth year, fourth Four, year? Fourth, fourth yeah. year. First picture I got pulled up here is him sitting in like a low concert chair with some palms behind fronds behind him in his underwear. How do you get there? First of all, what circumstances happened that he's in his Calvin Klein tidy whitey sitting in a chair? Secondly, <laughs> secondly, if that would have been me when I was playing, I would have been concerned the chair would break. And there would have not been, instead of a six-pack and tight pectoral muscles, there would have been a different gravitational situation happening in my midsection. But that one's pretty good. Next picture, he's been, he's leaning on a sink in a bathroom with a little derby cap on. <laughs> yeah. Is he um, sad? Is he sad? I don't know he, if he's waiting on, is he waiting on a bedtime story? I'm not exactly sure about is that. Is he That's have an one. upset stomach? Because he, and he's waiting for the system to flush. Next one, uh, cowboy hat, kerchief, rolled pink. down old tiny pink. pants, pink kerchief, pink kerchief. What's pink's? I don't mind pink. Cowboy, I don't think he's riding the range based on how clean his body looks and his pants and no shirt. It, the cowboy you know hat seems like it's more of a prop rather than a necessity for function. I think. Christian wants to be on the next series of Yellowstone and he's auditioning mm. with the cowboy hat and he is going to be the, the true definition of rip instead of yep. rip being, you know, I, yeah. I, look, we need to ask him about that. You know, it might've happened. He may have actually been riding the range and a, and a pregnant cow get, you know, through her calf and he, and the, the rains were coming in as they will out on the range. And he had to take his shirt off to get the calf dried up so it wouldn't die with the weather, the inclement weather coming in. I, I think like that's what happened there. That's what, that's yep, exactly. Next one. He's in bed. Okay. Alone with afternoon tea sitting on his nether regions. Jake. Yeah, I'm checking that out. And. I'm zooming um, in right now. Is it T for two? I I only well, see one cup on there. I see one cup, and I do see a clear glass. Yeah, but, but you got to stay hydrated, you know. Yeah, but so that but might be my question. Water. This is my question. Like, why is the hair combed like a first grader? Why is it so neat when he's in bed? Well, because he's been wearing cowboy hats and derbies, Jake. So it's just the permanent mold of the hat. If you've been, Jake, if you've been having a long day of sitting in your underwear in the lounge chair, then you got an upset stomach in the bathroom, followed by saving stranded calves on the range. You deserve a little tea in bed with combed hair, Jake. Okay. Okay. I, I, Don't I be so that. selfish. And then well, when you I'm, finally, just... the last picture I see, when you rise out of bed, who doesn't throw on an Easter pastel purple robe with some boat shoes? And get an old timey telephone, and sit on Man, some patio furniture. I'm try I can't find that picture. I'm looking for it, and it's killing me. I can't find it. I'm on SB Nation. They did a little write up, but you know that he's got a man. He's a man of mystery. That's all I have to say. And there's never been a point in my life where I would have been properly uh, the right guy for any of those photos, except for the robe. I could probably do the robe, but. 
Good for him. That's all I got to say. Good for okay. him. Good for him. Okay. Would you, what, what, what would have been going through your mind if you were in Christian shoes and you were the one doing it? Like, oh my God. I would have been so they're, afraid they're of going... how the guys were going to kill me. Yes. Well, case in point, one year, Coach Rivera, who is a big, him and Stephanie are big uh, supporters of the Humane Society. <laughs> <laughs> they they made a calendar. They had a calendar for charity they were going to do on years. So we were down at Spartanburg. And they're like, hey, guys, can 12 of you guys each pose with a rescue animal for uh, the Humane Society photo shoot? Yeah, sure thing. Sounds good. So I'm thinking I'm going to get, you know, I, I got there and I was waiting in line. And some of the guys had like a bulldog or like a nice little puppy or whatever. I get up there and they give me a damn kitten, Jake. <laughs> So I, I'm posing with like whiskers, the kitten, and the photo they they end on is like whiskers over my right shoulder, looking back towards the camera, and I'm looking at whiskers out of the corner of my eye, like ah, you rascal, right? So that ended oh. up, I ended up getting whiskers photos in my locker all year long, you know, big tough old lineman. So this, if you got it, flaunt it. That's what I say about this, Jake. Good yeah, for him. Like, we're yeah, we're jealous. Um, the locker room, I would love, and I don't know if it's coming, I would love to hear or see or be in the locker room just to know what guys are, are doing because, man, it's – But if they don't do anything, so Jake, fun. it is fun. And if they don't do anything, I'm extremely disappointed. So oh. I just don't, I'm just going to assume they're killing him as they should. But, uh, Jake – Nice, nice job. Fun as always, man. I love speaking with you. Looking forward to hearing what you think after watching Tampa Bay and the Bucks. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I'm gonna, I'm going to some wine. Idaho is a wine country. Did you know that? We're going on Saturday to to sample the spirits of the fall. So good. Hopefully, yeah. uh, you enjoy yourself. Hopefully, y'all get a little weather to come through the, to to help the wildfires out and the smoke yeah. and the air quality index. So we need. Hopefully, it. it's a nice weekend. Yes, you do. Got you. Guys if I need- drink too much wine, though, I may end up in a cowboy hat and a, and a pink kerchief <laughs> walking down the road, wondering where the hell I am. So hopefully, oh, that they, doesn't happen. They- Oh my gosh! If we'd be in that locker room, it would be endless. <laughs> it would be absolute. Now, how great would it be if? Okay, so we go, we beat Tampa. Matt yeah. Rule comes into the team meeting on Monday with oh, the cowboy yeah. hat and the kerchief oh. on and the shirt off. That's like, are you how the O line right should travel on the airplane. Oh, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah, they should get or do reenactments all year long. Just have, come into the meeting room and have Russell Okun sitting in a lawn chair in his underwear. <laughs> that would be tremendous. Oh, there you go. God. Uh, that's why they pay those guys the big bucks, Jake. All right, this is the Jordan and Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. See you, Jake. Take care. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. When time is of the essence, rest assured, Ortho Carolina is here for you on your time with convenient, urgent care and walk-in services. Learn more at orthocarolina.com/slash urgent care. Ortho Carolina, you improved.